Welcome to Just Curious Media. This is Let's Talk Cobra Kai. I'm Jason Connell. And I'm Sal Rodriguez. All right, Sal. Here we are, back again for another special episode. Nice. This one's especially exciting because I just found out about our subject matter. I just found out about it in the last few days. So it's it's still new and fresh to me. Yes, it is. It's an interesting one and, and something we've not covered yet. And that is QuickBooks commercials. What? <laughs> QuickBooks <laughs> commercials. You know, the old Intuit software. I've actually used QuickBooks forever. But today we're covering QuickBooks. They did a whole happy business line. Yes, happy business line of commercials. And they featured one Sensei Crease. Nice. And they came out in late 2019. And I saw this right after it aired and was like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. And then didn't even think twice about doing a show on it until we've gotten to these special episodes as we draw closer and closer to season three dropping on Netflix January 8th. But I made me go back and think about this, like, oh my gosh, that was a really clever commercial. So I watched it again and realized there was a lot more tie-ins than I even thought there was. And there was more than one commercial, Sal. And stay tuned today because we have a special bonus, aside from the QuickBooks commercials, a special bonus commercial. This one came out of left field for me too. So we're going to talk about QuickBooks and a special bonus. And then in a subsequent episode, more Cove commercials, as I'm calling them. (laughs) Yeah, it's a good line. The Cove commercials. So on this whole QuickBooks Happy Business commercials, I noticed that they also did a Ghostbusters one, and they featured Annie Potts, who had that great character on Ghostbusters. And there may have been more than one as well, Sal, but I watched the first one, and it's pretty funny. And I love the way that they're doing these kind of 80s movies, tying into their whole QuickBooks, helping everybody do small business better. Well, here on Let's Talk Cobra Kai, we recently talked about It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, starring Danny DeVito. And I know QuickBooks had a series of commercials starring Danny DeVito as well. I did not know that. Wow. Okay. I'll have to check that out. I also love the fact that they got Kreese, this super villain from the Karate Kid and Cobra Kai. I mean, yes, he's super charismatic, but Sal, he's a bad guy. Yeah, that is an interesting choice. They got a bad guy, quote unquote, bad guy to be the spokesman for their software. So very interesting strategy. It pays off for for us, the fans <laughs> of, of Cobra Kai and Karate Kid. We're excited. Definitely an interesting choice by a, by a major software manufacturer. Absolutely. All right. So let's jump in. There's actually four commercials. The first one's 30 seconds long, where the other four are 15 seconds. So they're different. But the first one I would say is kind of the main one. And that's the one I first saw and remember. Yeah, you know, you open up the doorway for one, and then before you know it, you're watching all five. (laughs) And so, yeah, to me, it almost became a series in and of itself. Like, I I wanted the next one to drop. I wanted the next one to drop. I was enjoying these little 30-second and 15-second snippets into the private world of Sensei Kreese. Me too, Sal. Me too. All right, so here we go. We open at a karate dojo full of kids, and we've got white geese, and Sal, everyone's got a green and blue belt on except for Sensei Kreese, and there's another Sensei off on the side. Yeah, I assume that was another Sensei just because he looked a little older, and he looked like he might have had a black belt on, if I'm not mistaken. So yeah, the two Senseis having the black belts and all these young students, blue and green, are are those low ranks there, Jason? I would say they're in the middle. Okay. So yeah, green and blue are respectable belts. It's not like white, orange, or yellow, but maybe it's just a good color combination because every kid was one or the other. Yeah. And if you notice in the background as well, I don't know if you caught this. I'm sure you caught this. You catch everything. Uh, In the background on the wall, a 1984 All-Valley 
under 18 karate tournament poster up on the wall. I saw it and it was absolutely the one from the film. It was December 19th, the crazy Wednesday from back in the day. And yeah, that was it framed in all of its glory. So the same one that Mr. Miyagi points to in the Karate Kid in which Sensei Kreese agrees to not let the Cobra Kai's kill Daniel until they fight at that fateful tournament. So yeah, nice homage right out of the gate. And I also didn't mention Kreese is the only one in a black gi. He's in his standard Cobra Kai gi, if you will, although we didn't see the back. So we don't know what was on the back. It probably didn't say Cobra Kai, but, you know, cut off sleeves looking very Sensei Kreese-esque. You know, it's funny that you mention it because I'm so used to seeing Crease in his black gi. Yeah, I didn't even notice. All his students have white gi. So it's almost like a Cobra Kai Karate Kid mashup here. Right. Well, there was a scene in the Karate Kid when they went to the dojo and everyone was in white gis, if you recall. When Daniel went into the dojo and nearly joined and like I always say, could have changed history had he stayed and become a Cobra Kai then and not in the Karate Kid Part 3, spoiler alert. But they were wearing white gis then. So it's not unprecedented to have white gis in Cobra Kai. But I just thought it was funny how they chose it. Hey, it's softer. It's lighter. It feels less vicious. I get it. But he was the only one wearing his standard black. Okay, so now that you mention it, so when Daniel in the original Karate Kid goes to visit Cobra Kai, he visits the first time by himself and they're wearing the white gis. Then he visits later on with Miyagi. And are they wearing white gis there too? I believe they're always wearing white gis at the Cobra Kai Dojo. Okay, so it's almost like the black geese are their competitive geese. Much like Cobra Kai, the show. When they came out of the bowels of the stadium chanting Cobra Kai and they had the great geese on as well, the black geese. I see. Okay, I got it. And and also, yeah, you give these students the white geese, definitely makes them look a little less menacing. Like he is Sensei Kreese, but he is not teaching Cobra Kai students necessarily. No. So now we see two kids sparring. And no contact, Sal. Yeah. And this uh, boy, we're going to see him again in this commercial. Uh, he almost gets kicked in the face uh, by a young female student. And this is where we start to see the uh, kinder, gentler side of Crease, because the female student delivers that kick and Crease gives his encouragement. He says, beautiful, but support the leg. He's offering legitimate, <laughs> you know, he, he's, he's not yelling at him. No. He's not, he's not being mean to them as he would be to his Cobra Kai students. So this is, yeah, a different side of Crease that we get to see. Yeah, very uncrease-like. He's looking at technique. He's not looking for the kill shot. So we've never seen this Crease instruct a class before. You know, I always am the first to say, and this is an old saying, uh, no one is all good and no one is all evil. Everybody's got that one side of them, you know, one way or another. So... It's it's definitely a lot of fun to see the side of Crease that no one has ever seen anywhere, whether in Cobra Kai or Karate Kid. You never see this, this side of Crease. You've never seen it. So definitely a treat for the fam. So now we cut to another shot of Crease. And I like in the background, Sal, you see the Sensei Crease standee, which was in the Karate Kid 1 and 3, if you recall. In 3, he comes out from behind it and scares Daniel because... He was supposed to be dead. But I love that they brought that prop in as two kids are kind of fighting out of focus. As he comes in, what's his next line? See, you always see things that I don't see. I did not see that cardboard cut out. I'm going to watch <laughs> the commercial again and look for that. So John Kreese, played by Martin Cove, looking into the camera. When I started Cobra Kai, the lack of control over my business made me a little intense. But now I practice a different philosophy. 
Is that sort of a little shout out to Terry Silver there? Maybe you, do you think that's what that meant? Oh, I don't know if it was at Silver per se. I just think he's mocking the fact that he was a little intense. He's always been intense. And the reason for the intensity was because he had a lack of control over his business. No, I don't think it was directly at Silver. I think it's just more of a a funny slight at his character. Because we're dealing with a software that has to do with the books, has to do with finances, right? And then we have Terry Silver as the primary, what, supporter and shareholder of uh, of Cobra Kai, if you will. So I kind of thought it was sort of a throw to that, but I could be wrong. I think it's taking it too far. <laughs> I'm trying to find too much meaning. I mean, in Karate Kid 3, he comes in and he's got unpaid bills and everything's going you know, to crap, if you will. But that's because he was dejected and he had checked out. For the most part, Kreese was always kind of on top of his game. Even before we knew about Terry Silver, it looked like Kreese ran a pretty tight dojo, had tons of students. When you go back in Cobra Kai and see young Johnny peeking through the window, Kreese already had a lot of students, even pre-Johnny. So I am of the mindset that Kreese ran a good business. And he's just making fun of the fact that that's what made him intense. Well, also very funny when you compare it to Cobra Kai, I believe there's a scene in there where Chris says to Johnny something about straightening out the books, right? Yeah, exactly. So he saw what Johnny was doing wrong. Johnny was doing terrible. He could also do these commercials. Yeah. You know, it's almost like here we have uh, Cobra Kai doing a commercial for QuickBooks, but in Cobra Kai, it's almost like there's a commercial for QuickBooks almost subliminally especially once you see this. So yeah, uh, okay, fine. So Sensei Kreese is on top of the books, and I'm going to imagine now that the Cobra Kai dojo has always been a solvent business. Yes. So then Kreese goes on to say, QuickBooks helps me get paid. He's excited because while he's talking, you're starting to see shots of his phone and screenshots from the app of QuickBooks, which I'm going to get into in a second. But he gets paid and there's like $3,000 pops up. It also says, Reseda School just paid you $3,000. And Kreese looks shocked. Now, Sal, that's not a cheap payment from whomever that was. That must have been for, I hope, a lot of classes. Well, when it says Reseda School, does that mean his dojo? Or does that mean like a, a Reseda High School or something like that? You know, I don't know. This starts to get into the nuances of these commercials and these screenshots, which I'll dissect further. Really unsure there how that goes. Well, okay, because the, in the original Karate Kid, Cobra Kai Dojo was in North Hollywood. But then later on in the Cobra Kai show, Johnny Lawrence opens up Cobra Kai and Reseda. Yeah. So, one thing about the Cobra Kai universe is they're always throwing us back to the Karate Kid universe and little nuggets here and there. So, every time I see anything Cobra Kai related and I see the word Reseda, I'm going, well, wait a second. Wait a second. Reseda, you know, I want to figure it out. Well, and Chris also says, manage cash flow and run payroll. So now I'm looking at the screenshots and so it says 941, I'm assuming that's AM, Tuesday, June 6th, that pops up on screen. So I had to kind of poke around, Sal, you know me, I got to get to the bottom of something. And if I'm going to see a Tuesday connected to June 6th, it's not 2020. That's going to fall on a Saturday. It wasn't 2019. That would have fallen on a Thursday. We'd have to go back to 2017 for this date to exist. I don't know. Seems like a flaw there. Mm. So, in other words, when they chose the date, it was just sort of arbitrary. Exactly. This is not the first time in the Cobra Kai Karate Kid world that this has happened. <laughs> that's true. That's true. <laughs> who's, who's deciding the dates here? 
Can I just be a coordinator on the sidelines to the date checker, the fact checker? Uh, that date doesn't work for us. <laughs> that tournament would not fall on a Wednesday. It would not be this crowded. Let's move it to a Saturday, folks. Anyway, small thing. Thought it was worth pointing out. If you're going to put it up there on the screen, I'm going to look it up and I'm going to fact check it. And then there's also a payroll, $4,000. I guess Chris has made four grand. Hey, he's doing pretty good. He's got a dojo full of students, paying students, I bet. So he's off to a good start. Well, not only that, what appears to be sort of a co-sensei. So yeah, this business is, is pretty much thriving right now. Yeah. So now Kreese walks by trophies and Sal, there it was in all of its glory, a 1983 trophy. Wait, wait, are you, are you saying that we see the all 83 All-Valley trophy on, that, on top of those cubby holes? I can't confirm or deny that it was the All-Valley, but I saw 1983, maybe on two, but definitely one bigger one. And Sal, that very well could have been Johnny Lawrence's 83 All-Valley. We're not sure, but let's just assume that it is. Well, because you know what I'm thinking? If, if you follow the Karate Kid movies and after what went down, the beginning of Karate Kid 2 when they have the altercation in the parking lot, I think if I were Johnny Lawrence, I would have Im- immediately went to the dojo and snagged my 83 championship trophy while Crease uh, was recovering from his bloodied knuckles. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And maybe Johnny also has his 82 championship somewhere safe. Let's hope. So there was also a third place trophy there. So again, that could have been newer. We don't know. It didn't say a year. I couldn't make out the year. But it's nice to see that Crease is happy or at least willing to have anything beyond a first place trophy. Because again, he smashed Johnny's second place trophy. Probably hates anything that's not a winner, a champion. But it, there it was, third place. So hey, knowing Crease now, he probably has some consolation trophies. <laughs> He seems like he's really uh, turning a new leaf. Yeah, this is almost like a parallel universe crease right here. Totally. And now he says this line that just kills it for me because this is kind of the joke. Now we're all in on it. But go ahead, Sal. Take it away. Well, he goes in front of the, I'm not going to call it a trophy case. It was essentially cubby holes, right? Cubby holes with the trophies on top of them. So he continues on after he says, manage cash flow and run payroll. And now I'm back on top. And you're thinking, oh, holy cow, Cobra Kai's back on top. And he says, now I'm back on top with Koala Kai. (laughs) What? Koala Kai? (laughs) (laughs) It's so good. There's a great shot of these kids and their geese, and they spin around to show the back. And Sal, describe the logo. It's actually a very nice logo. I did a freeze frame and checked it out. It's the black outline of a koala bear in a tree on a branch. Now, the interesting thing is, is, is if you compare a koala to a cobra, obviously the koala, <laughs> you know, just seems kind of dainty. But you know what? It was actually wasn't a bad design. It didn't make the koala look too, what is it? Soft, geeky, no, no. Uh, car- cartoony. Yeah. It was actually a pretty decent logo. You know what? If you were to name a, a dojo koala kai, this was a, a pretty nice design. Yeah. No, it's really sharp. Well done. Whoever came up with Koala Kai, very clever and funny and believable. And yes, this is like an alt-universe that Sensei Kreese is now running a beautiful dojo called Koala Kai with these young, innocent children. Hilarious. 
And now it cuts to Crease uh, reacting to a, a different female student. And I say different. This isn't the, the female in the beginning who threw the head kick at the uh, young man in the beginning. Right. Different female here. This one has dark hair. Delivering a punch to the to the boy. This is the same boy yep. now. So in the beginning, he's getting kicked by a girl. Now he's getting almost punched by a girl. But then Crease reacts and he says, more mercy. So <laughs> crazy. And I should also point out, like, right there next to the boy and girl, there's a huge overstuffed koala with a black headband on. And so, but yeah, we've never heard Crease utter these words, more mercy. Yeah. It's almost like Crease went to a, like one of those weekend landmark forum self-improvement seminars and just came out the other side, a changed person, because this is, this is a different man. Yeah. He still looks the same, Sal. He's got that kind of look from Karate Kid, All Valley. He's got the hands on the gi in the same place, and he looks at the camera just right, and that wonderful, charismatic look with his eyes that only Martin Cove can do when he plays Sensei Crease. It's just a great ending to the commercial. Yeah. And then, of course, at the end, we have the voiceover guy, save over 40 hours a month with Intuit QuickBooks, the easiest way to a happier business. Yep. There it is. That's the main commercial, I would say, the Koala Kai commercial that brings Sensei Crease, done by Martin Cove, to the little screen. This is a national commercial that came out in 2019. So, we're in the midst of Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai comes out in 2018. You know, this comes out after season two drops. So, a pretty big deal and it shows you the power that Karate Kid, Cobra Kai has. The recognition that this wonderful character has and I love it. I mean, I'm glad they chose him. It, it, it was a great choice. Odd, but extra funny. And uh, like you, I want to see more of them. And we're about to do so. Well, let me share this with you, Jason. And this is absolutely true. Uh, I believe at this time, uh, Mr. Martin Cove will be rolling in the residuals. Because as I was preparing for today's show, literally as I'm preparing for today's show, I get a text message from my girlfriend who is currently in Central California she sends me a text message. Just wanted to let you know, Martin Cove is doing QuickBooks commercials in case you didn't know it. So, she texted me, letting me know. So, she saw a commercial today. So, this thing is still running. She didn't know that we were doing an episode tonight about the QuickBooks commercials? She had no idea. It was so coincidental. I told her, I said, as a matter of fact, we're talking about that on today's show. So, yeah, very, very coincidental and very interesting because, yeah, these commercials at this point are over a year old. Right? Wow. But yeah, they're, but they're still running. I bet it was the main one as well. Yeah. To our listeners, if you were to see just one commercial, this is the one. This is the one that we just talked about. This is the commercial to see. The other ones sort of piggyback on this commercial. Yeah. And they're shorter. So, they're immediately, it's like one set shot. They don't move around the dojo, much like the first one did. But uh, they're still fun. And uh, we're going to jump into number two now. So, we open at Koala Kai Dojo. We'll just call it that because now we know the framework in which we're living. And we're on a bench and we see Crease and Stephanie Shestog. And she is a real person and she's part of the Fire Hot Yoga is kind of her company that pops up on screen. But I looked her up, Sal, a legitimate yoga expert. Yes. And check out her connections to Cobra Kai right here and now. Yes, Stephanie is an actual yoga instructor. She's with Fire and Ice Yoga. Now, I don't know if they changed the name for the commercial or somebody input the wrong words. But yeah, she's with Fire and Ice Yoga. It has locations in downtown LA, Hacienda Heights, and no, not Reseda, but North Hollywood. Nice. I also like that it's Fire and Ice because that 
was an episode of Cobra Kai. Nice. That was season two, episode three, when they had the big San Fernando Valley Fair. Oh, wait, you're talking about Valley Fest? Valley Fest. That was it. I know. I remember Valley Fest because, I, God, I wish we had a Valley Fest. I mean, now it's a whole different world. But believe me, growing up, you left the Valley for anything exciting. Believe me. There, there wasn't a whole lot of exciting things in the San Fernando Valley. But still in the San Fernando Valley is, of course, Universal Studios Hollywood, not very far from where I'm sitting right now. That's true. So much like in Cobra Kai, Sal, I got to ask, is Koala Kai sharing the space with this yoga expert? See, there you go. This is almost a throwback to the episode of Cobra Kai when the yoga class starts there in the dojo. And of course, Johnny's not excited about it. But if, if it's not a throwback, if it's not a tip of the hat to that episode, interesting that they kind of threw this random yoga person in there as a personality almost... Almost what was the point of this? When we bring on Martin Cove, when we're lucky enough to have him on the show, we're going to ask him that and a thousand other things, Sal. And did you notice this, Jason? I know you did. But this is the first chance we get to see the actual logo up on the wall. Oh, I'm getting to that, Sal, but go ahead. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I loved it. I loved it. I, I, I couldn't believe it. It's like you're watching something surreal. Uh, it is the Koala Kai logo up on the wall. Yep. Strike first, strike hard, hug often. So... <laughs> Good. And when you say the logo, this time the logo looks just like the Cobra Kai, the black, the yellow. I mean, the koala is different, but it, it's in that kind of framework. And I loved it. In fact, I couldn't see Strike Hard that well, but I saw it in the other commercials and then put it together. But yeah, there it is. Strike first, strike hard, hug often. Yes, you can tell just that means that Crease has changed. It's like Don Draper in Mad Men. Spoiler alert, at the very end of the series, he shifts, he pivots, he softens. And Crease has, at least in this world, in the Koala Kai world, it's a softer Crease. Yeah. So what we haven't talked about was Crease's first line in this particular commercial. Sal, do you have it? He's showing his phone to Stephanie and he says, QuickBooks time tracking saves me about three hours a week. And then on the phone, we see sort of a calendar time management interface. Right. And under projects, we see all Valley Karate Tournament. Not championship. Well, this is a parallel universe, so it's, it's, it is it's it's not the under 18 all Valley. Obviously, some sort of other all Valley. Right. That uh, is, is a creation just for this uh, QuickBooks universe. It also says private lessons, big money in private lessons, Sal. Oh, yeah. And Reseda Tournament. Oh, so that's like a secondary tournament then. You have the All Valley, which mm -hmm. is the all of the San Fernando Valley. And then you have Reseda, which is a region in the San Fernando Valley. So sort of a smaller tournament, I guess. Yeah, like a, like a warm-up tournament, if you wow. will. Pretty cool. I saw that. I thought, oh my gosh, Sal and I have some talking points here. Yeah, let's just say I don't mean to take away the thunder from tournament called championships or vice versa, but... I love that they had All Valley on there. Props to the commercial department. Well done. All Valley Karate Tournament. Yeah. And you know what this means also, Jason? It means that after all the uh, tragedies and, and scandals of Karate Kid 1 and 2 and 3, Crease still has his heart set on the All Valley. He is still grooming a student to win the All Valley. Yeah. Koala Kai will compete in All Valley. Wow. Also, before we look down on projects, let's go back up and we see Welcome Koala Kai, Track Your Time for Koala Kai Dojo, 
and it says 30 hours this week, 30 hours this pay period. Okay. So I'm looking at this a little further because it's on screen. I have a chance and I'm looking at Crease's schedule or at least Kualakai's schedule. And they're open Monday through Friday for eight hours. Dojo's open for eight hours. Now, I don't know, Sal, Monday through Friday, eight hours works when school's in session, but okay. And they're not open on the weekends, which again, not too sure about that either. Maybe there was only so much on the first screen and weekends is also open. But then the start and end times of the day are 8.30 a.m. to 5.45 p.m. But it says eight hours. So Sal, that's a nine hour, 15 minute window. Chris is taking an hour, 15 minutes for lunch. Yeah. Or the people who select the dates <laughs> are the same people selecting the uh, time frames. Because I, I will tell you this. Uh, I used to take Muay Thai, uh, private Muay Thai coaching at a dojo not far from me here on Lancashire. He would have to open up the dojo uh, when we took our class, which was about uh, 2 o'clock on a Tuesday or a Thursday. There was no one else in there. Right. He would open up the dojo for me. So he, we, we would have the whole place to ourselves. It was normally not open on, uh, at 2 o'clock during the week. No, exactly. And the same with my instructor at American Hapkido Karate pre-pandemic. Uh, he does mainly privates and then it becomes an adult class at six o'clock at night. But yeah, Chris is probably doing tons of privates. Kids get out of school and then he does group classes because mm -hmm. you can't charge as much for a group class as you can for one private. I mean, some of these guys are getting four or $500 an hour for one hour with one person, it's more you make in a room full of students. Yeah, yeah. No different than if you're a personal trainer. You want to you do the one-on-ones. That's going to get you more money than if you taught everybody all at once. Yep. Now we have Stephanie's first line. Right after Chris says, QuickBooks time tracking saves me over three hours a week. Now, Stephanie, our new character, says, what are you going to do with that time? To which he has one of the greatest responses in the entire QuickBooks commercial with Sensei Kreese universe. There's a little moment of pondering, very, very quick beat. He says, do some crane kicks, practice headbutting, take a warm bath. And then right when the logo appears on the screen, Intuit QuickBooks appears on screen, Kreese adds the line, and I listened to this over and over because I wanted to make sure I, I, I heard this right. He says, Ask John if he wants to catch a movie. And I wanted to make sure that he, he did say John. He did not say Johnny. John. Yeah. Okay, well, he didn't mean himself, John Kreese, right? He didn't mean himself. The only other John in the Cobra Kai Karate Kid universe is, of course, Johnny Lawrence. Okay, so in this QuickBooks universe, John Lawrence and John Kreese are friends. And they go see movies together, so. Wow. What movies do they go see together? <laughs> what would they go see? Maybe like a, some sort of midnight showing of Iron Eagle, maybe? <laughs> totally. The whole Iron Eagle trilogy. They would also go see anything Jackie Chan or action-based, probably. But uh, yeah, that is hilarious to see these guys together. I would love to see that. And Jason, let's go back to the crane kick. Oh. So he says, do some crane kicks. What? That's a Miyagi-Do move. So, again, if, if you just compare the worlds that we're talking about here, after the 84 All Valley, Sensei Kreese said, I need to teach my students the crane kick. So, he's been working on the crane kick all these years. Yeah. The signature move of Daniel LaRusso that defeated Johnny Lawrence at the 84, Sensei Kreese has taken this uh, move 
and has now put it into the Koala Kai education. Yeah, he's a closet crane kicker. Who knew? <laughs> I had no idea. Yeah, that blew me away. For him to even say it, acknowledge it, he pulled that straight out of Miyagi-Do, the LaRusso playbook. But uh, even Miguel did a crane kick in Cobra Kai and All Valley on his first tournament. So let's not forget that. It has been done in the Cobra Kai side of things. Oh, Miguel tried to do the crane kick, right? No, he did it. No, he did it. His first move in All Valley and the tournament that he won, he did a crane kick right out of the gate. Holy cow. I yeah. forgot about that. Yeah, but Crease wasn't around. This is pre-Crease. Well, but no, but that implies that Johnny taught it to Miguel then, right? Yes, of course he did. And then headbutting. That was in uh, an episode of Cobra Kai. They were all practicing headbutting. And people, oh, yeah. Remember Miguel oh, yeah. comes in the office and there's blood everywhere. And I love it. I love he's he's thinking about this. Yeah, practice headbutting. And then slips in, take a warm bath. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Something soothing. And then maybe get dressed and go see a movie with my buddy, John. Oh, my yeah. gosh. A nice, pleasant world with John Kreese as a sensei of Koala Kai. And that is it for commercial two. Very good. Great line. Great commercial. 15 seconds. And now commercial three, also 15 seconds. We open at Koala Kai Dojo in front of the trophies again and the cubby holes, if you will. And it's Crease, Stephanie, again, Stephanie Shestog of Fire Hot Yoga, but Sal's done his research and it's Fire and Ice Yoga, right? That is correct. Yeah, that, that is. So, like I said, some guy, some guy screwed up or they didn't want to have any sort of conflict of interest or anything like that. So, it definitely does say uh, Fire Hot Yoga on the screen as opposed to Fire and Ice, which is the actual name. And then we hear the first dialogue. Yeah, Chris refers to an open laptop there next to the trophies on top of the cubby holes. And he says, a live bookkeeper is helping customize QuickBooks for me. And then we cut to the computer screen, and there's a lady on the screen saying, okay, you're all set up. So there was a virtual assistant there on the screen. Yeah. And then I know you caught all these uh, right, right <laughs> oh, yeah. there on the screen. Jason, what do we see on the screen there? So we see Koala Kai cash flow. And the current cash balance, Sal, is $44,100. And that's current up to October 2019. So just... You know, that's where we're at. And then Sal, under expenses, brought a smile to my face because it said $58,000 on geese, Sal. I mean, I get that there's white ones for everybody and black ones for tournament fighting, but that is a ton of money and that's a lot of geese. But if you remember when we talked about Karate Kid 3, Terry Silver is in that sort of... uh polyester or acrylic gee. It doesn't seem to be <laughs> a true. May, maybe these are like special, like special silk geese. Yeah. Tell our listeners who, who wouldn't know, I wouldn't know, how much is a gee? Let's say I join a, a martial arts studio. I am to, told to buy a gee. What's the average price for a gee? Average price, probably around the $100 range with a belt. Okay. Right? You can spend a couple hundred, sure. You can. I've had a heavier one that might be 150 And you could also spend half a hundred. You could spend 50 range on maybe a lighter key, but that's kind of a normal number. So I'm thinking in my mind, that number's there for comical reasons and it made me laugh. Well, hang on, Jason. Let's give him a chance here. You have to, you have to add on either it's, it's embroidered in or ironed on 
right on the back, the Koala Kai logo. You got you got to that that would fall into the karate uniform account there, right? That is true. Maybe you get a koala with your uniform <laughs> and then that's like 10 grand. <laughs> I don't know. But uh, pretty funny. Love the number. And then we move on and we have $8,235 for wood boards. Nice. Now that was my favorite. Yes. A lot of uh, wood breaking at the old dojo there, even in Koala Kai, where hug often is how we do things. But uh, yeah, a lot of board breaking, great stuff. And then $5,239 on first aid kits. Yeah. Well, all those boards are going to do damage. So it piggybacks on the wooden boards as the first aid kits. You might as well just have a medic around. That's a <laughs> lot to spend on first aid kits because I have a few first aid kits and I'm clocking them around 15 bucks each. So that's quite a few first aid kits. Yeah, first aid kits are surprisingly cheap. I, I know because I got a, a new one recently for my Nissan Xterra. Some people may not know this. Nissan Xterras are famous for having a first aid kit in the back. In fact, there's a little pocket specifically for a first aid kit. And uh, so recently I wanted to restock. I like having a fresh one. They're surprisingly cheap. How much was it? It's like 20 bucks for a decent one. So 15, 20 bucks. Yeah, exactly. Surprisingly cheap. So now the last item on expenses is. $1,238 on tournaments, which Sal, that's like incredibly cheap. <laughs> so like, they got this whole thing a little wonky. If you bring a lot of students to a tournament, it's going to add up fast, especially when you have the Reseda tournament and then you have the El Valley and maybe there's another one here and there. There's one in LA. So I don't know. Low number there. I would like to see that number much higher. But wouldn't the student, if I were in a karate class and I wanted to be in a tournament, right. I would just pay my uh, application fee to the tournament, right? Directly? Well, the same with uh, karate uniforms. A lot of dojos just say, oh, we recommend them, go buy that there. A lot of dojos don't have their own inventory. So this uh, is its mm -hmm. own little Koala Kai world that we're in here. So I'm assuming mm -hmm. that they're, they're, hey, they're doing okay at $44,000 positive cash flow. So mm -hmm. I guess they are buying these things and then charging the students X to buy them from them if you will. It's true. You know, I remember years ago when I was uh, going out there auditioning as an actor uh, and you would take these headshots like you dress as a doctor or I took some headshots, me dress as a cop. So I went down to this place way down Lancashire, speaking of North Hollywood and Lancashire, way north, north Lancashire, way down there, there is a uniform supply. And I went in there and I bought a police officer uniform and I come to find out Actual police officers go there to buy their uniforms. When you become a cop, the the, the department doesn't hand you a uniform. You got to go buy a right, uniform. Right. So yeah. so this place, there were actual uh, sheriffs and L LAPD buying uniforms as I was buying my fake uniform for the headshots. As you walked out, they said, thank you for your service. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, that's pretty good. And that's so true. I've seen that in movies. I've never experienced it. That's pretty funny. So same thing here. And this is a way for Crease to keep things uniformed. No pun intended. Nice. So now, Sal, back to the commercial. What does Crease do next? Well, as Stephanie looks on, he removes the top of the gi, displaying a gi underneath that looks exactly the same as the gi that he just removed. Yeah, double gi. Crease places the gi in a cubby hole and he says, that was my business gi. This one's casual. 
Hilarious. I watched this. I watched it over and over to make sure there was no difference. No, this was the exact same top. Stephanie has no lines in this commercial, but her looks are really great. She's just like, huh? That uncertain look? Like, what just happened? And this is a first. I've never seen the double gi done uh, before or probably since ever again. But pretty funny. They wanted to give it a gag and Kreese Martin Cove executes as usual. And then, of course, the Intuit QuickBooks logo comes back on and there's some text on screen as well. And it says, get set up right with a live bookkeeper with Intuit QuickBooks. And that's it. Commercial number three in the books, which leads us to our last QuickBooks commercial. Again, 15 seconds. We open at the Koala Kai Dojo in front of the logo. Strike first. Strike hard. Hug often. <laughs> yeah, it's got to be like that. It's got to be this really soft hug. <laughs> and we see again, Crease, Stephanie, Shestog. Again, a fire hot yoga. Although, Sal? Fire and ice yoga. Namaste. And this time, we see a Koala Kai student, and I believe, Sal, it's the same boy from the first commercial. Yes, and I'm excited to see this young man because, to me, he gets redeemed in this commercial after, you know, he was sort of a mark of a joke, I think, in the first one, you know, being first uh, kicked by a girl, then nearly punched by a girl. So, I think in this in this commercial, this young man has redemption. Absolutely. So, Kreese's first line comes on, and it is? Kreese says to Stephanie... QuickBooks helps me to organize receipts and maximize tax deductions. And then Crease takes a picture of a receipt. Yeah. And then Crease hands the phone to Stephanie, says, hold this. <laughs> and you're like, what? What's he going to do? Crease holds the receipt as you would hold a wooden board. And the boy, he gives a karate chop, cutting the receipt in half. And then the paper falls to the ground at their feet, uh, along with a bunch of other receipts that he's done this previously to. And Stephanie asks, you do that for every receipt? And Kreese says, paper shredder's broken. Yeah, it's a great shot of him. Like, yeah, what are you going to do? Pretty funny. And I should also point out that the receipt in which is being cut, much like a wood board, is a fire hot yoga receipt. Nice. Which was interesting to me. You notice these things all the time. <laughs> well, it made me think like, is Kreese taking yoga? Is this what's led him to this calmer side? Now it all makes sense. This is Kreese's yoga instructor. His yoga instructor has mellowed him out. He's now spiritual. Yeah, his sensei of yoga. Yeah. Nice, nice. Okay, now I get it. And then the Intuit logo appears, Intuit QuickBooks, save over $4,600 at tax time. And that's it. And that is our QuickBooks Sensei Kreese commercials. Yeah, I liked them a lot. I really want some more. I really, I, I would like more of these commercials. They're, they're they're these little snippets, fifteen seconds. Yeah, I'll take them. So good, so good. Yeah, they did a great job. They invented a whole new world for us to explore, Koala Kai, and now we know that Sensei Kreese is practicing yoga. He's found balance, much like Daniel's always searching for, and Johnny probably needs going into season three of Cobra Kai. So really good stuff. I'd love to see other characters have little things. And Sal, as Cobra Kai gets bigger and as the students get older in real life, I can't wait to see some of them go on to different things and maybe even do their characters. There could be Miguel commercials or Sam commercials or Robbie commercials or who knows. I'm excited to see what the future holds for the whole Cobra Kai universe. Yeah. Yeah, definitely excited about it. 
and excited to see these. Again, I just saw them recently. I think within the last week, I saw them. Uh, went through them a few times today, but yeah, definitely a special treat. And speaking of special treats, Uh-oh. today we're not just going to be talking about the QuickBooks commercials, but we do have a special bonus uh, Martin Cove commercial. Yes, we do. I did not see this commercial until today. I did not see this until today. Did not even know it, that it existed. Well, I found it when I was doing the deep dive on the QuickBooks because I wanted to see if there was any ones I was missing. And I stumbled on this. And that is a commercial by Napa Auto Parts. It's called Race Car. That's the tag of the commercial. And it came out in 2013. So this predates all the QuickBooks commercials. This was during that period of time between Karate Kid and Cobra Kai. A lot of stuff went down, we're finding. I mean, you know, who who knew? You know, people thought it just went Karate Kid, then just things just went dead. And then boom, we have Cobra Kai. No, a lot of stuff went down. People did a lot of stuff, including this commercial for Napa. Yeah, Sal, like I just said, this came out in 2013. That's three years after the Karate Kid remake. That's six years after No More Kings Sweep the Leg. And it's five years before Cobra Kai comes out on YouTube Red. So it is in this weird time that what even made them think of it? So well done. They were ahead of their time in some respects and and decades behind in others. But I love that they did it. And uh, let's talk about it. Yeah. And in this one, unlike the QuickBooks commercials, Martin Cove makes what you would definitely call a cameo. So this is a cameo appearance by Martin Cove. Well said. That's exactly what it is. And so we'll just kind of go through this one a little bit differently. The beats are a bit different because the cameo makes his big entrance at the end and makes it a much better commercial. So we start with like in an auto body shop, if you will, and you have a voiceover and it's a very well-known voiceover artist and actor. It's Patrick Warburton. And you may know him from Putty on Seinfeld. In real life, I ran into him on a set of a movie called Rebound, was the Martin Lawrence movie, kind of like the Mighty Ducks, but he was a basketball coach. Not a very good movie, but I can be seen at some basketball scenes. So there's a little fun thing, a little scavenger hunt for those of you out there interested. And he's got that great voice, if you know it, Sal. I'm sure you do. Now I know, but I didn't know. You know, I was just so focused on the commercial itself. I didn't even think about the voiceover. Yeah, Putty from Seinfeld. That's the tall guy, right? Yeah. Okay, he was like Elaine's love interest for a while. High five. He's got that real deadpan. You know, he's really funny and really great at his roles. And yeah, he's huge. He looks super huge in everything because most actors in Hollywood, as you know, are short. Yes. Anyway, so we have these two cans of Napa know-how. And I guess they're just talking to each other. Patrick Warburton is doing voices for each. And they both kind of have their guy, if you will. They're both on the hood of this car and they're kind of having a conversation. And then N-Walk to NASCAR drivers. Now, I don't know much about NASCAR. I'm a huge sports fan, but I don't know anything about racing other than Joe Gibbs because he used to coach my beloved Washington Redskins now known as the Washington football team. But I guess it's Ron Caps and Martin Truex Jr. Yes. Each one of these cans of Napa know-how likes one of these riders, you know, Ron or Martin. Kind of reminded me of the Bud Light commercials back in the day. Tastes great, less filling. Like you're champion one side or the other, but no one likes both. And so as things escalate, Sal, one can says to the other, Yeah, these two cans are arguing, and one can says, you're ugly, to the other can. 
that looks just like him. Yeah, exactly. To which the other can replies with... You want to step outside? <laughs> and it's that Warburton voice, which actually kind of makes it funny. Yeah, they look the same. They are the same. And now they're going to step outside. We cut away to like a slow-mo of the know-how can dropping, you know, like they do in commercials. But as we come back in, Sal, it's like everyone's around the car. Our two guys, Ron and Martin, and other people. And what do you hear, Sal? All these guys are chanting, fight, fight, fight. They want these two cans of know-how to fight each other. Right. And by the way, know-how, I I had to dive into this a little bit. There is not an actual literal can of Napa that is called know-how. I thought this may be like the brand of oil. I think the know-how is just sort of an advertising slogan. Yeah, it's their slogan. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the slogan is know-how, and these cans sort of uh, represent the know-how slogan. But I was thinking, why do they call their oil know-how? But that's not the case. I almost wish they did say different things, like taste great, less filling. You know, know how and something else, but they don't. Mm-hmm. They're identical, which I guess is supposed to be funny, like the double gee. But out of nowhere during this fight, fight, fight chant, because people get jacked up when a fight's about to happen and they lose their minds, who enters from behind? Out of absolutely nowhere, nobody watching this commercial is expecting this. Out of nowhere, Sensei Kreese appears. Arms folded. You see his cobra tattoo. By the way, is that a real tattoo or or do they draw that on? Was that is that a fake tattoo that he has on his arm? He's always had it. I don't know if it's always been there when he's Sensei Crease, but uh, another question to find out. I'm not sure. Okay. Well, I'm just curious if Martin Cove legitimately has a cobra tattoo on his right arm. Remember, Dimitri referred to it yep. in the dojo when they had their one-on-one encounter there. So there he is. There's the cobra tattoo. His arms are folded, and he says, "Sweep the leg." He's telling one of the cans to sweep the leg of the other can. Oh, my God. And, of course, one of the cans says, um, we don't have legs. And then Cree says, never mind, and he scoots off quickly. He almost looks embarrassed. He's like, oh, yeah, that's right. And he exits stage left. It gives you the impression that Sensei Crease kind of just goes all over the world, just popping in in these random environments telling you to sweep the leg could be anywhere could be anything you could be like having an argument with a coworker. maybe you work at a bank you're having an argument with a coworker, and sensei crease would just walk in sweep the leg yeah it is funny sal i mean here comes sensei crease and he hasn't even done this role since 1989 since karate kid three okay so he has not donned the gi in that many years as far as we know unless we find other footage of him being Sensei Kreese, John Kreese, and anything, but I can't think of it since Karate Kid 3. So, you know what? Someone came to him and said, this will be funny. We want you to reprise your role for this little bitty cameo on this Napa Auto Parts commercial. It's crazy. And what a foreshadow. Do you think Martin Cove, when he did this commercial, probably happened to be there, Got a had a nice day on the set, got a nice check. Right. Never would have thought yeah. what the future held. Never would have thought. No, who would have thought five years later, back on a hit TV show, reprising this character. And then talk about Meta doing more commercials based on now the Cobra Kai crease, not just the Karate Kid crease. Yeah. And as we talk about this, it just dawned on me, Sal. What if Pat Morita were still alive? He would have absolutely been asked to be in any and everything with his character. 
who was the good side of the world and everyone loved Mr. Miyagi, there probably would have been more Karate Kid movies. And no doubt in my mind, he could do advertisements for any and everything. Well, if you think about it, since we're talking about parallel universes, in imagine in the QuickBooks universe, here we have Crease, the gentler Crease from Koala Kai. Talk about flip the script. What if Miyagi's evil in that world? Yeah, I'd much rather see him and John Crease on the same side. Much like in Star Wars when Darth Vader died and he went back to becoming Anakin Skywalker and a ghost and then he's next to Obi-Wan Kenobi because he really is good in the end. I'd much rather see Mr. Miyagi stand next to John Kreese and they're on the same side of things. And Koala Kai. Mm -hmm. Well, we know that uh, Miyagi believes in forgiveness because remember, man without forgiveness in heart, for him, living worse punishment than death. So he would have forgiven. Yeah, he would have. And remember when Daniel LaRusso and Miyagi found out about the supposed death of Kreese from Terry Silver in Karate Kid 3, they did seem uh, genuinely um, disturbed or they, they were not happy to hear that. They were not, they were not excited that Kreese was dead. No. As I would have been like, I would have been like, ooh, high-fiving, you know? But no, they are from the light. Absolutely. Well, that covers our John Kreese commercial filmography, commercialography. I don't know what you call that. But that was a ton of fun, Sal. So much fun to explore yet another thing in the Karate Kid, Cobra Kai universe. We're finding new things all the time. We have more fun things in store for episodes ahead. Oh, I loved it. And I'm looking forward to seeing more because... We have uh, over two months, right? Or about two months until season three drops. So you'll be hearing more from us on a subject matter like this. There are other commercials. As I said in the beginning, we are going to be talking about some other Martin Cove, some very interesting, talk about uh, advertising with a twist. Uh, We're going to be seeing some more Martin Cove as Crease in subsequent commercials, but non-Intuit QuickBooks. So those are going to be interesting. So stay tuned. There's a lot more fun stuff coming up on Let's Talk Cobra Kai. Absolutely. And hopefully more interviews. If you haven't heard the interview with uh, myself and Griffin Santo Pietro, I highly recommend it. He plays Anthony LaRusso. And more to come. We're super excited. Just want to do a little shout out to Let's Talk Movies. Our most recent episode, I had Sal on and we did The Terminator, the 1984 James Cameron classic. And my gosh, Sal, what a great episode that is beat by beat, scene by scene of such an incredible film that spawned so many sequels. And I had a great time having you on and we really covered it from head to toe. Yeah, thank you, Jason. I had a great time on Let's Talk Movies, this time talking about The Terminator. Uh, Previously, I was on, we did The Fly, we did An American Werewolf in London, had a great time on those. And uh, I'll tell you, when it comes to Let's Talk Movies, you know what? I'll be back. (laughs) There it is. You're the first third time guest on Let's Talk Movies. And uh, I think uh, we'll see you again. That's what I think. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. And we greatly appreciate if you could subscribe, rate, and review us wherever you get your podcast. You can also follow us on social media at Let's Talk Cobra Kai. And please message us if you have any comments or questions. If you'd like to become a Patreon supporter of the show, just search for Let's Talk Cobra Kai. And if you're just curious about our other shows, please visit justcuriousmedia.com. No mercy.